Hi, and welcome to the 17th ever episode of The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? My guest this week is a woman, Dora. Hear Dora compare King Crimson to a heavy metal version of the Beatles. Listen to her equate the artwork on nursery crime to Henry Darger and the music to Guar. Marvel at her revelation that NPR podcasts are more of a turnoff than prog rock. All this and more on The Sound of Not Getting Laid. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Anxiety. Anxiety. Let's freak out over trivial shit. Hi, and welcome to The Sound of Not Getting Laid, where we're asking the question, do women really hate prog rock? And today I have with me... Dora. Hi, Dora. Hi. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm okay. Um, how old are you? I'm 25. And what do you do? Right now, I'm working as a catering hors d'oeuvre passer slash bartender at Gramercy Terrace, and uh-huh. I'm a social worker by training and passion. Fantastic. That mm-hmm. is amazing. <laughs> you got to do the good work. There's a lot of crazy people out there. Oh, yes. Uh, where are you from? I am from Sunnyside, Queens. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, did, did have you always been there? Yes. I was born in Astoria. Well, I was born at a hospital. <laughs> Lived in Astoria till I was three, and then moved to Sunnyside. Lived in ne- in Norway um, from ages four to five and a half. Okay, we got to hear more about that. What, why did you go to Norway? <laughs> My dad was working there, um, doing some research. He's a professor of political science and was doing research oh, there. Okay. So I was there, um, being Norwegian and blonde. Uh huh. And then came back to Sunnyside, and then stayed there until Bard College in 2009. Now, was it just moving there that made you blonde? Because you're not right now. <laughs> I was blonde until... Hmm. I started blonde and then slowly became darker around, I would say, like 12, 13. Right. And my brother was like white blonde and is now like, I guess the same. I think that's typical of uh, kids born blonde. They yeah. tend to go darker as they get older. Except for my boyfriend, who's white blonde and will always be white blonde. Uh-huh. Is he Norwegian as well? No, he's German. <laughs> See Kyle. Um, <laughs> His haircut is very Hitler too. He'll oh yeah, he's, he'll he's got the high and tight yeah, Nazi the, like, style. Hitler youth haircut. Nice, nice. He's, he's just got to rock the mustache. <laughs> he's got then Trump will give him a job. Yeah, uh, <laughs> we can take that out, <laughs> and I may, I may not. I leave a lot. Of, I usually leave the stuff in that that embarrasses me. Great. Um, Love so what? It. What kind of music were you listening to in high school, going into college years? Okay, so I will say that I had a very cool friend in middle school named Anna Mossman, who was like super ahead of her times musically. She introduced me to the Yeah Yeah Yeahs, Bright oh, nice. Eyes, all these like semi-emo pop punk, but then getting into like real punk and was also into like all kinds of old school stuff too. So she was very influential for me and then coming into high school that led me to be really into white stripes yes um rancid mm-hmm. <laughs> getting a little bit into more um, like ska punky stuff yeah um system of a down in middle school into high school i've just um, been getting into it really love those guys oh yeah they're they're very um hmm, unique and aggressive in a very satisfying way I'll just say that. I um, have pictures on my mind. I have pictures <laughs> yeah. on my mind. What was that one about hairbrush? I don't I'm know. I'm a hairbrush. Like something, like there's some song. I don't, whatever. I, maybe it, they don't actually say hairbrush, but 
Well, anyway. I, I thought when I heard the first time I heard pictures, I thought they were saying I have bitches on my mind. Hey, who doesn't? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not their style, you know. So mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, that's a bad misheard lyric. You're right. Uh, uh, for them. Um, trying to think, and then I was just. I've always, when I was in high school, if you asked me what I was into, I would say anything but rap, and then it turned into anything but country, and now it's kind of just like, I'm very open-minded, and I weirdly haven't been putting as much energy into finding music. I feel like when I was in middle school and high school, it was all about like, finding stuff and downloading it to have as my own, but now with Spotify and with all these other like, music things, I feel like I'm not as hungry for like, the mp3 so to speak right the ownership has kind of gone away from that uh, gotten away uh, from us that way which and, makes me lazy about it because i don't actually like seek stuff out i'm just like oh i'll put on like blood orange radio and like right. forget to like right. be interested or interesting as a person uh what are you listening to now uh you said you didn't listen you, you hated rap everything but rap and then I, everything was, but country yeah and now i love rap i love old school rap i love current rap you can. My friends will tell like you what, that. What, what groups are, or artists are we talking about? Um, if I'm talking about older stuff, it's getting into like Tribe Called Quest, Biggie, Nas, yeah. all those like classic white girl things. Um, white girl things. <laughs> like I feel like if you ask a boring white girl what rapper she likes, it's like Biggie, like Tupac, like. Uh huh. Uh, right. It's not like Old Dirty Bastard. I like Old Dirty Bastard. I I will say my favorite Old Dirty Bastard is with the Mariah Carey in Fantasy. What song is that? Or it's like, what is it? Where he's like, hey Mariah, you know? Oh, that might have been posthumous. That might have been a posthumous release. Really? Yeah, because it's not on Nigga Please. It's 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 not on. um, What's the one he did? uh, Trials and Tribulations of Russell Jones. And a son unique. I don't think it's on that one either. I'm gonna have to look this up. I feel I thi- like he because really? I think yeah, I think what they did is they took a lot of his outtakes and they mixed him into other people's songs afterwards. Oh. I could be wrong. In which case, I will delete all of this <laughs> from the editing process. Well, we'll find out. Time will tell. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would say that I'm into just like anything that's interesting to me. I like old school country too. I've always like, liked Johnny Cash. I just didn't understand that that was country when I was younger. Right. Well, that was my gateway to, to country. I heard yeah. live Folsom Prison. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I'm converted. Yeah. And then I found Will and Jennings and Nelson. Yeah. The outlaw country. Yes. But I've, I've even gotten into some of the older stuff like Buck Owens. See, I need to like be more introduced that because we'll put on some records later. yeah that'd be great um someone recently introduced me to lee hazelwood oh yeah hazelwood right yeah I like he did that a he did a bunch of records with nancy sinatra yeah love so he, that he produced these boots are made for walking mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and they did some country stuff but they were primarily pop but they had some great albums they had some great yeah. albums together you know the story behind uh, these boots are made for walking Mm-mm. She says to him, she says, Lee, how should I sing this? He goes, sing it like uh, like you're a 16-year-old girl who fucks truck drivers. Wow. That kind of worked. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an amazing production. It's one of those perfect songs because it just, it, it repeats itself over and over again. It's so good, though. But it, it slowly builds. They add, yeah. they add horns and the horns get more syncopated. And then, you know, and then by the end, the drums kick in and it's all like, that. Yeah, I love it. Oh, I love it so much. So good. 
I love Dolly. Yeah, I just. I'm, oh, Do Jolene? Yeah. That album? I'm naming my daughter Jolene. Don't judge me, audience. It's fine. No, that's a fantastic name. My grandma's name was John Lynn, and I don't like John Lynn, so I, and I just kind of made the connection. Wow. Now I'm just going to go you don't have, and you don't have any kids. No, but and if I do... you're not pregnant now. No, but if I do, she will be named Jolene. And and you're assuming it will be a girl. Maybe I'll you're, just keep trying. You're, 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 you're right, okay. You're Here, I just redeemed myself with my boyfriend who's like trying to... <laughs> reproduce with me as we speak so let's yeah well Great. he's not actually here <laughs> no. for the clarification of the audience he's not actually here fornicating <laughs> this is very guest. pg people <laughs> yes yes well oh, you know because of content um so so what are you listening to now now i would say that i'm shamefully really into like poppy r&b and alternative and some yeah, I would say like synthy alternative rock slash pop is kind of like what I'm seeking right now. When you say modern R&B, like what artists are you talking about? Drake. Okay, yeah. I, I know of him. I know that it's a him. Uh, and just like anything on Hot 97. Okay. I'm really into. Okay. I love to just like sing along to like weird rap, bad rap, and like R&B, and even like the weird like little reggaeton things they throw in there. I'm really into uh -huh. that. I'm into Adele. Like car music. See, I'm always gonna be a Beyonce over Adele. Like Adele's fine. Like mm -hmm. I can get down with Adele. She's got a great voice. But like Beyonce, just like. The reason I say Beyonce versus Adele is because I have this argument with my boyfriend. I don't know why I keep bringing him up. It's like coming up, but well, he's a large part of your life. I would <laughs> yeah. imagine that's very sweet. It's sweet. Um, I'm a Beyonce fan, and he always claims that Adele is more talented and that she is just better in every way. And I'm still very much pro Beyonce. So whenever someone asks me about Adele, I'm just like, no, Beyonce. Well, it's a different style. Yeah, it's a different Adele style. Is, it's Adele a different, is like, more like. Uh, like Amy Winehouse or Sharon Jones, yeah. and that she's trying to sound more like 60s, 70s. Like. Right, exactly. And Beyonce is just like... Yeah. I mean, but it all has. Very into Amy Winehouse. I will say that she has carried me through so many years, and she's amazing. Yeah, she, she was really... Rest in power. I know, I know, I know. Did you see the doc? Mm-hmm. So mm -hmm. Heartbreaking. Her dad, what a fucking asshole. My God, yeah. I mean, the, you know, the boyfriend was a dick too, but yeah, he was young and stupid. Right. But the dad should have known better. Yeah. He really should have known better. So. Sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, we're going to listen to some prog rock. That's what we're going to do. Cool. So, first up, uh, we got King Crimson. <laughs> the album is in the Court of the Crimson King. The song is 21st Century Schizoid Man. This came out in 1969. So, you know, for me, it's the genesis of prog rock. You okay. Know? Quick it's... thing. So prog rock, can you define prog rock for me? Because Progressive rock, shortened as prog, sometimes called art rock, classical rock, or symphonic rock, is a broad subgenre of rock music that developed in the United Kingdom and United States throughout the mid to late 1960s. Initially termed progressive pop, the style was an outgrowth of psychedelic bands who abandoned the standard pop traditions in favor of instrumentation and compositional techniques more frequently associated with jazz, folk, or classical music. Additional elements contribute to its progressive label. Lyrics were more 
poetic. Technology was harnessed for new sounds. Music approached a condition of art, and the studio, rather than the stage, became the focus of musical activity, which often involved creating music for listening, not dancing. Oh, one thing I forgot to mention. If at any point the music becomes so intolerable, mm -hmm. you've got a panic button. Ooh. Right there. So, yeah. Some people politely hit it once. Some people frantically stamp on it I'm multiple so times. I'm so excited to touch it. I'm going to push it at some point. <laughs> well, only if it becomes intolerable, you know. Okay, you're right, Because right. I'm going to fade out. If, I'll wait till the yeah. very end if I want to just, like, fervently press it. Hard. Yeah, you can just okay. do that for, you know, in between. You can do it now if you want, if you just... Okay. Chicken, pick it up. <laughs> Bobby, pastrami. <laughs> Excellent. So, um, yeah, here we are. 1969, uh, King Crimson, 21st Century Schizoid Man. Okay. Let's listen. So far, I don't... I didn't like the first part, but I like this part slightly more. This, like, faster part. Really? A little bit, yeah. This could be playing in the background. I could be, like, cleaning or something, and I wouldn't... <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. So you would put this on to Hoover the Rug? Yeah. Except you wouldn't hear it because the vacuum cleaner's too loud. If I was in, like, a very specific mood, I could vacuum to this, like, uh -huh. jazzy... Have it on part. headphones, maybe. Yeah. Okay. To me, this sounds like metal Beatles. <laughs> That's pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, because it was born out of that. All these I guys keep trying to pull the Beatles part out to like like it, and I just keep going kind of towards the metal part. Right. Getting the metal vibe from it. Right, 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 right. Is it yeah. over? It is. It's over. <laughs> you made it. Yeah, I think that I don't like prog rock. <laughs> well, this is okay, just the we'll, first we'll song. We'll see, we'll yeah. see, we'll see. It's a bit, so, but you don't like that song. I'm not crazy about the metal vibe. Okay. And I also feel like just the length of it. There are long songs that I like, but I just feel like I couldn't deal with the length of it. That's what she said. I wasn't like inspired to keep listening that much. Except right. for that little like jazz part. Like I said, I don't mind that. And like I could have you know, enjoyed that in the background or something. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't think I would seek it out as a song. To right, you're to. not going to dial this up on Spotify. I'm not going to. While you're at the gym. <laughs> steal this, run outside, <laughs> and go into my car and <laughs> listen to it on the record player that I don't own. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Excellent. All right. So that's a no for the boys in King Crimson. Mm-mm. 1969. It's not like a no, but it's like a... Yeah. Right. Uh, okay. Next up, uh, we're going to Genesis. Uh, now, you know Genesis as a band. Mm -hmm. um, you know, Phil Collins and yeah. mm -hmm. Mike Rutherford and, and um, whatever the hell that other guy's name is. Uh, Can I tell you a song? No. But I know of them. Like, yeah, I know the band. yeah. Yeah. Come on. Invisible Touch? She seems to have an invisible mm -hmm. touch. Yeah. Uh, so this was stuff that was popular on MTV when I was a teenager. Um, but Genesis started out as a prog rock band. Okay. And Peter Gabriel was the front man. And Phil Collins was playing drums at this point. Okay. So, uh, and Mike Rutherford, who you may know from Mike and the Mechanics. 
So that's what these these fucking art school nerds looked like back yeah, then. Yeah, see, I feel like I've seen them on the L train. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> totally, totally. Especially Phil Collins back in the day. He looked like a hipster from Williamsburg. Like, I feel like I went on a Tinder date with him and used a heart emoji, and he freaked out at that kind of Uh-huh, guy. yeah. And, Let, like, I, he's, like... Yeah, I can just, I can go on and on about well, that. Yeah, that's Mr. <laughs> Phil Collins you, you went on a date with. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, Phil was on the drums. Uh, he's a fantastic drummer, actually. Oh, I really like the album art. Do you? It reminds me of um, Henry Darger. Have you ever heard of him as an artist, outsider I artist? I not. He was this, like, wacky recluse guy who, after he died, I think he was, like, a janitor in... A school, a, a school for like young kids, young girls, and he. Oh, it sounds like it's going in a creepy direction. <laughs> he made these insane volumes and volumes and volumes of these drawings and collages that were all like the story of these little girls that looked kind of like this, like they were like. Uh huh. Like figures he'd gotten out of like a, a catalog or something, and like reproduced and drew, drew over them and collaged them all together into this crazy like epic creepy story interesting but the art is really cool and i just am fascinated by outsider art and it reminds me of that this album cover so um yeah so we're uh, genesis with peter gabriel uh this is 1971 the album is nursery crime and the song we're gonna hear is the return of the giant hogweed <gasps> Ooh, hogweed. <laughs> <laughs> i don't even know what that means Okay, I'm excited. <clears throat> I don't know if anybody but Peter Gabriel knows what that means. He might not even remember anymore. So, uh, Turn. without further ado, let's listen. The lyrics are very wacky. Yeah. And Peter used to get into some weird get-ups on stage. You know, with like bat wings coming out of his head, or he would, you know, a flower petals where his face was the, the the center of the flower, or dressing like a giant hemorrhoid. Ooh. For <laughs> Guar meets the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See again, this is something that like I wouldn't seek out like I wouldn't like go on Spotify play this and just like even even now that you're familiar with it vaguely yeah I okay. just it, it's like I don't dislike it but I don't I'm not like drawn to it it's not right. really like hooking me right and I don't know if that's just because I'm more into like poppy like synthy like stuff now or if it's just that I'm not into this I don't know I think also I don't have that much, like what we were talking about before with like the instant, instantness of music now, or like the instant gratification of music. It's like, I don't know if I have, if I've like worn down my patience with music. Like I don't know if I would listen to the whole song. Right. But I guess if you if you stumbled on this on your own. Yeah. Would you have you know you're sitting through it now for the purposes of the podcast? Right. But. Yeah, like if I heard this on the radio, would I be shazamming it? Probably not. But again, it's like I don't feel that passionately about it. Like, I'm someone who, if I hate something, I hate it fervently, but I... And the same with, like, loving music. If I love something, I'm, like, obsessed with it and I listen to it over and over. 
And with this, it's just like I'm kind of meh. Yeah, I think the length of them, the length of the songs is also slightly less appealing. Like in terms of like, it just feels very like ballady and not a great way. (laughs) (laughs) Ballady in not a great way. Excellent. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, this one is slightly longer than the last one we listened to. This was eight minutes and ten seconds. Maybe I'm evolving because I didn't like notice quite like i noticed how long it was but i wasn't like waiting for it to end you you were a little bit more into this one yeah 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 definitely yeah. Hmm. but again not something you're gonna dial up is no, it? it's not. no it's not no you're not like one over but that's the thing though is that i'm not the most like rocky i'm into classic rock but like classic like pop rock okay moving along um We're going, we're staying, it's the same year. Okay. It's 1971. Uh, This is Yes. Um, Whoa, love this outfit. And the hair. Yeah, wait till you see. Oh my God. There he is. This will be me on my wedding day. (laughs) (laughs) You want to rock the Rick Wakeman uh, gold sequined cape? Absolutely. Yeah. That'll be like the thing I show up for like the reception in. Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. I'll have like a little like white onesie underneath it for dancing. Well, you know, now, now somehow that seems more appropriate for a woman on her wedding day than a prog rock musician in the 1970s. Yeah. But the 70s was very glam. <laughs> and I like his quinceanera chair. Is that what that's called? I don't know if that's what it's called, but that's what I associate it with like going to like party event spaces in Astoria as a kid, uh-huh. there was always one of these chairs. And I was like, I want to sit in the chair. And then I never had one because I never had a quinceanera. Because you're not Hispanic. No. Right. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> never had a bat mitzvah or a quinceanera. <coughs> pissed about it. Are you Jewish? No. No. Okay. <laughs> Unitarian. Unitarian? Mm-hmm. What does that mean? My parents raised me Unitarian Universalist, which is basically very liberal, hippy-dippy Christianity where it's basically just like be a good person and recycle and like so in other words using the scriptures of christ as they were meant to be used yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. and i had like a black lesbian minister like it's very chill (laughs) right i had like great sex ed in eighth grade like very like sex positive sex ed like great community it's it's Not, not all the guilt and shame that most no. religions uh, gave my like first blowjob at a youth con. <laughs> like really, I just <laughs> I really took Unitarianism and just like made it. You redefined it. <laughs> redefined you brought it, it to a new level of awesome. I did. Awesome. I did. Yeah. That's great. All right. So well, now at this point, uh, we can take a break if you'd like. If you need a bathroom break. I'm good. I mean, unless you. No. No. I'm yeah, good. I'm good. Uh, sometimes the music is too much. <laughs> so I offer palate cleansers. Oh. In the form of uh, George Michael's Careless Whisper. <laughs> Eurythmics um, Sweet Dreams. Oh, yes. Or I Ran by Flock of Seagulls. All of these wow, songs. Wow, I love those. All of those. All of those songs are. Fleetwood are, Mac. How did I think of Fleetwood Mac? I love Fleetwood Mac. Now, which Fleetwood Mac are we talking about? Rumors. Okay, Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Stevie Mac. Stevie Nicks Fleetwood Because there's two yeah. Fleetwood Macs. There's Peter Green's Fleetwood Mac. Oh, okay. Where they were kind of a progressive blues band. 
Huh. And and they, de- I think, you know, I wouldn't call them a progressive rock band, but they definitely were in that scene in and, scene, and lent yeah. to that. You know, there was a lot of LSD and, and shit mm. going on. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think Fleetwood Mac has to be on my uh, fear and loathing on the turntable list. <gasps> With Stevie Interesting. Nicks, but that's because of an ex-girlfriend. I want to be with you everywhere. Even that one. That's a Christy McVie uh, song. Really? Yeah, that's not Stevie Nicks. So Stevie Nicks would be like Rihanna. Oh, okay. Well, I need to like. And uh, was it uh, thunder always happens See, I love when you don't like raining. that. I love that. I recognize that it's a well-crafted song and it's a beautiful album that was recorded at Sound City in LA. Right. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. But I had an ex-girlfriend that played the shit out of it. Uh, like, don't we all have those bands? Like, you had an ex-girlfriend or a brother or your dad or, or some relative that played it so fucking often. And you're like, I cannot listen to this song again. Yes. Oh my god, yeah. Terrible, terrible short stint with a guy who's obsessed with Tame Impala. Do you know Tame Impala? I don't. Like, hipstery, poppy alternative. I just hate it based on the description. Yeah, and now I just, like, imagine him, like, trying to have sex with me (laughs) while that album is playing. But I have to give him credit because he made me appreciate Father John Misty. Oh, well, that, yeah, that's that's respectable. So he kind of won me over in that sense, but whatever. Fuck that guy. Well, not anymore. <laughs> no, thank God. Thank God, not anymore. But yeah, Tame Impala is kind of ruined for me in that in that way. Well, that you you bring up an interesting point, which is the the focus of this. Has any of this music, even the stuff that you found tolerable, like, is there any sort of feeling like it would? I mean, if you wouldn't put it on while you're vacuuming, mm-hmm. you're not going to put it on while you're feeling amorous with your boyfriend. No. Um... Yeah. What if what if he put it on? Would it shut you down? Well, he recently we were at his mom's house in Washington. Um, well, mom's house is <laughs> you know, right there. You're off to a bad start. But anyway, we were at his mom's house, and I guess he was worried about um, <laughs> her hearing us. So he, we started. We were like engaging in like pre-sex stuff. Uh huh. Sure. Foreplay. <laughs> foreplay. <laughs> And he runs over to his phone and starts playing an NPR podcast that was about, oh, what was it about? I don't remember, but like, it's just some per- NPR person started talking about something and I was like, really? You're going to play this right now? And then I went over and put It wasn't on, like, car talk, was it? No, it wasn't car talk. It was something <laughs> really... Because that's going to shut sex down every time. No, it was something... I don't even... I wish I could remember. It was something very strange. They were talking about something like really morbid. And like, I'm really into morbid stuff. It wasn't like was it like the moth or something like that? No, I like the moth. It was some just like he just put on NPR or like something was playing and there was voices talking about something and I was just like, I cannot have sex with this. You know, you bring up an interesting point there. If there's anything that's going to get you out of the mood more than prog rock, yeah, it's the sound of NPR. Yeah. Like, no, like, nobody puts that on. No. What? No. No. <laughs> no one does. I mean, Simon and Garfunkel would be better. Art but even Garfunkel that... stopped my parents on the street when I was a kid and said I was a really cute kid. Really? Yes. Aww. When I was in a stroller, I was like three. I mean, it's a little pedophilic, but. Yeah. I'm going to let that go. <laughs> this well, he said cute. He didn't blonde. say sexy. <laughs> no. I really like to fuck your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Although my mom has heard that on the street before when I was like 12. Jesus. Fucking A, man. Mm-hmm. What the fuck is wrong with people? 
How don't even get me started. Oh, good lord. Yeah. But in terms of playing this while I'm getting down, no. No, that's not Like, good. you're talking to a girl who, like, would probably put on, like, gasolina before she put on this. Yeah. I mean, you know, everybody has their weird, quirky stuff. I've definitely dated girls who were into prog rock, and mm. it was on, and we just wanted to do that, and so we did. But huh. it, if I'm... So you do know girls who like prog rock. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've dated them. Sure. Uh, and, and I'm friends with, um, you know, they t typically they tend to be music nerds yeah. or musicians. See, that's the thing is, like, I feel like part of this is that I've just, like, kind of dumbed down my music nerddom over the last 10 years. Uh, but that's the thing. Uh, you know, I'm I'm looking for a gut reaction. I, I don't, I mean, it's, it's fun. You know, I have guests who are very familiar with all of this music and mm -hmm. they love it all. But... You know, I'm looking for an honest opinion. So, yeah. you know, where where you're coming from is where you're coming from. Mm -hmm. And that does shape who you are. And that's fine. Yeah. You know. Cool. And so, you know, don't, don't, uh, I've had people too, you know, like ragging on this stuff. And they're like, you know, I feel bad, like dissing on Peter Gabriel. And it's like, I really don't think he cares. Yeah. About what you fine. think. <laughs> about what he did in 1971. Yeah. You know, he's, he's got enough in the bank that. He's married and he's getting laid, so it's yeah, fine. Who cares? <laughs> Someone's getting laid. Yeah, my boyfriend's very into rap. Like he's from Oakland, so he's into like West Coast rap. Very uh -huh. into it, and into like very. He's he loves Alabama Shakes and like indie that's popular right now, and like eight. He's very into eighties stuff, <laughs> but yeah, not so much. He's never busted out prog rock yet. Mm-hmm. So well, we'll he's see. smart. He's smart, Because yeah, he, knows he knows it's just going to dry up the region like the Sahara. <laughs> yeah. Sahara. Anyway, um, so where are we? We're, 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 yes. 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 So. We are. Yeah, let's, um, yes, 1971. Okay. Uh, the album is Fragile. The song is Roundabout. to it you just you're not like i kind of liked it when it started to get like around in and around the lake i don't know if that's like starting into i don't know what the musical phrase for that part uh, of the, song the chorus is. i guess the chorus yeah i liked it a little bit better but again i'm just like kind of like i feel like it just sounds like it's just going and going and going but not really going anywhere is that like Common complaint. Yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't like it. This one more so than the other two. Yeah, I think I just didn't like the way that it was like the beat or the music behind it was kind of like speeding up but the voices were staying the same and it just felt like it was just like there's a lot of uh syncopation going on in the syncopation yeah. their, their meter is pretty solid they're always yeah but... and i think that it was stressing me out a little bit really yeah i felt a little bit just like annoyed at it <laughs> like, <laughs> it, it went enough. from like apathy in the beginning <clears throat> to like hmm like maybe i could get into this and then it went just like to like no. Uh-huh. To no land. <laughs> to no land. Uh-huh. 
What is your theory about women in particular? Is it just that... It's not my theory. It's a myth. And it is a thing. It's a, you know, which it's a myth that's been, you know. And I I guess I'm just, uh, I'm not trying to bust the myth. I'm just, you know... You're just interested in the yeah, idea of it. Cause yeah, because I've talked with men for years, my friends who like prog rock. You know, well, why don't women like this? Well, blah, 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 it's too intellectual. It's too this. And I'm like, you know what? What the fuck do you know about what women think? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I thought, well, I'm going to go right to the source. Yeah. I'm going to get some women in here. That's We're going to listen to prog rock and let's see. No, it's, you know? it's good. I like it. Like, originally it was the, the subtext, you know, it was... Uh, the sound of not getting laid, and uh, the subtext was, uh, why do women hate prog rock? Mm-hmm. And then I changed it to, do women really hate prog rock? Yeah. Because they don't, not all of them do. Yeah. You know, it depends. And it, it's, my consensus at this point, having, you're my 20th interviewee. Yeah. Is that it's, it's men, women, it doesn't matter. It's like, people either like it or they don't. Right. You know, like anything. Not, yeah. It's not it's not this big uh, sexist thing mm-hmm. that a lot of nerdy guys like to No, it's like it's not the music, dude. It's you. Yeah. It's like <laughs> when you think that something is too intellectual for women, you probably haven't had a blowjob in 10 years. <laughs> like I'm just going to throw it out there. Like yeah. no woman is yeah. dying to get on her knees. Right, right. Dick. It's not the music, dude. Just yeah. it's you. Yeah. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the music's probably not helping. No, you know, <laughs> if, that, you, if you it's not helping. if you if you manage to get somebody back to your mom's basement, mm-hmm. you, you just don't put on Fountain of Lamneth Part Three. No one at the bridge. No. Put on some, yeah, you know, I don't know, Amy Winehouse. Yeah, or, exactly. You know, fucking uh, Al Green. Leon Bridges. You want some sensitive love making? What's that? Leon Bridges. Leon Bridges. Okay. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Well, you can dial some stuff up for me on the phone. Because cool. that's part of this, too. Like, after we, we finish, I play other stuff. Yeah. And then there's also the... the taking... No one cares. No one. This is better. Trust me. But we're not going to do that tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to plow ahead to 1973. Okay. And uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Hate the album art already. Really? Yeah. You know who did that? Who? H.R. Geiger. Oh, really? So you know who he is, right? Uh, Yeah. The art director for Aliens. Yeah, uh, I guess I'm just not... Yeah, no, don't like it. It's dark. It's very dark. But here's what these boys look like. Hello. (laughs) The hair. Yeah. The The lip gloss. (laughs) Yeah. The soft focus. Yeah, I really, uh, no. (laughs) No, yeah, no, you're not sleeping with any of these guys? Nope. Yeah, well, two of them are dead, so. (laughs) Aw. Sorry, boys. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. It happens. Well, they were old. He Which died. one is still alive? He is, the drummer. Yeah, still no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Carl. Dora's not getting with you. Uh, but let's see, where are the lyrics for this one? Uh, oh, here. So, let's make that manageable like a newspaper. Do that little nonsense. Thank you. Uh-huh. 
Uh, so we're jumping ahead a little bit to 1973, uh, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. Now this was uh, this was a super group. Greg Lake used to be the vocalist in King Crimson, so we heard him singing in the first song. Mm-hmm. Uh, Keith Emerson was in The Nice, and uh, Carl Palmer was in The Crazy World of Arthur Brown. Do you remember? Fire. Da-da-da, I'll take you to burn. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where these guys came from. Huh. Psychedelic rock, classical music, and jazz. So uh, what we're going to hear... Um, Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, um, Brain Salad Surgery is the album. The song is called Carnival 9, First Impression, Part 1. Yeah, I really don't, I just do not like it. Like, right off the bat, you're having a visceral reaction, yeah, like a I'm gut reaction. Yeah, I'm having a visceral reaction to just yeah. the... Like, I can't. What, what, what is it about that? Like, what is that... What is the feeling you're getting from to it? To me, it's just like the... Again, like, building to nowhere, where it's like... And then it just goes back and, like, keeps going and, like... Uh-huh. <laughs> not... <laughs> And then, like, the, the voice is going up. Yeah, I just don't. Nope, don't like that. You can time out whenever you want, but... Uh, no, I'm going to see where it goes. It, it does change quite a bit. I don't know that it's going to go anywhere that you will like. Uh, uh, the keyboard player committed suicide. Oh, wow. He blew his brains Probably out. Probably from the song. <laughs> 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 yeah, I really hate it. I'm gonna tap out. Gonna... I just really viscerally hate that song. Really? Yeah. What about it? It was the again this like repetitive like what sounds to me like kind of cycling and building, but then it's just almost like staying here, and you're not. It's like someone going like. And then, like, stopping before you can get the... Like, the resolve. The resolve. Right. Yeah, there's no resolve for me. Right, so it's building tension without resolution. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I see that, yeah. And I guess, like... I really like songs I can sing along to. Like, I like anything from any era, if I can just, like, sing along to it and, like appreciate the talent in one and I just I I know that I should be appreciating the talent here but I just can't I don't want to sing to it or hear it you know you like what you like again you know so uh, yeah now you're not alone on this one a lot of people tap out is that a common thing where it's just like like you were talking about before like the tension without the release or yeah and I think I think this piece in particular uh does not have a lot of release because it's it's eight minutes of a lot of tension. Yeah. Let's fade it in and see where it is now. Okay, yeah. This to me sounds like 
1981 like newscast opening. Like they cut it from three seconds of this nonsense. <laughs> wow. Not something I've heard from anybody. Good work, Dora. <laughs> <laughs> or it's like now on Channel 11. <laughs> right, 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 right. Tonight we talk about why Keith Emerson shot his brains out. <laughs> oh, that's harsh. Yeah. Sorry, Keith. No, I hated it slightly less at that point we were just at. But again, it's like it ranges from apathy to pure hatred, which is not like a great thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's not anywhere over the 50% mark going to positive. Mm -mm. That's just, you're not having it. Not having it. The others, there was some wiggle room, but this one, well, with the exception of the other one that I tapped out of, but uh -huh. this was a no-go. Okay. Never gonna make it on the rotation. Nope. While you're on the treadmill. I would rather pay $8 a month for Spotify and never have Spotify if I didn't have to listen to this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> like, I would pay $8 a month just to not hear this ever again. Fantastic. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. That's a big no for the boys in Emerson, Lake, and Palmer from big the law no -no. firm of Emerson, Lake, and Palmer. And All right. These are for this, right? Yeah. So next up, we're going to Canada. Cool. Uh, the boys in Rush. Uh, now this is No One Cares. This is probably their most popular song. I'll really be surprised if you don't know this one. Tom Sawyer? I have to hear it. I don't know yeah. it off. I can't, like, think of it, but I'm sure I know it. Right. I have to know I it, mean, right? it, it still gets airplay. It, I think it's their single most popular hit ever. Okay. Um... Yeah, so uh, the band is Rush, the album is Moving Pictures, the song is Tom Sawyer, 1981. Let's listen. A Monday warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean. I don't hate this as much, although I still am getting a very metal vibe. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of keyboards in here, and yeah. there, but there is that very rock, like, right. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't say metal, but rock, not definitely metal, hard rock. Yeah, hard rock, yeah. not metal. Yeah, we're inching from the fifty percent, but still not. Not yeah, fifty-one. Not into the Shazam zone. I know that they're different than the others, but I, so far I hear a lot of just like high, like nasally, <laughs> nasal yeah. but powerful vocals. Right. Which I'm not super into. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like as a genre, as it as it's just genre of vocal style, I'm not super into it. Right, right, right. Um, the lyrics are kind of like, I don't know. I could take her to leave it. Uh huh. Um. I don't know what it is. I'm very apathetic slash... Well, I guess I can't really talk because the last one, like, boiled my blood. But <laughs> I am pretty <laughs> apathetic to frog rock as a genre. I'm pretty... Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's the kind of thing that, like, would come on if I put on, like, a 
Like, I would probably hear that on, like, CBS FM, which I love, as just, like, mushed in with, like, 70s, 80s, but I... CBS FM, uh, for, for people who are outside of New York, is the oldies station. Mm. I'll right? have you know that it's, like, predominantly 80s. Now. Now. Yeah. But, I, yeah, it's oldies. When I was a kid, it was 50s and 60s. Okay. Yeah. See, I like that. I would rather, it, like, delve more into the 50s and 60s. But I, yeah, it is the oldies They station. don't do that anymore? Not really. I think it's more, like, 80s and... Yeah. 70s and 80s. Yeah, 70s. Well, there was a lot of great pop music in the 70s. Yeah, I love 70s music. But that's the thing is, I would hear this on that station and probably change it back to Hot 97. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, I would like, wouldn't like notice it was playing. I'd be in my car just like driving along, like honking at people because I'm a New Yorker and angry. But, and that would, this would come on and I would kind of like not notice it. And then like, when I realized I wasn't like enjoying it, I would change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in summation, Dora, mm -hmm. do you like Brog Rock? No. Well, it's time to wrap it up, folks. I'm your host, Matt Bergman. We got a no from Dora on the subject of Prague. I'd like to thank my guest, Dora. Without her, I would have done a face plant on the deck after drinking too much bourbon. And a special thanks to you, the listener. Because as we all know, if a podcast is playing in the woods, no one's around to hear it. It sucks. 